right, welcome back in to another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast. Back at you again with your rapid NFL reaction. This is your host, the self-proclaimed Steeler fan, Jason Feld. And alongside me are the Crimson Cowboy, Mr. Trent Hemphill. Yo, yo. And the Cheesehead of the South, Mr. Matt Peterson. Gentlemen, Hello. welcome into another episode. How are we Thank doing you. tonight? This is the episode where we drink phantom coffee. Coffee that does not exist. Yes. Exactly. Again, in this in this uh, quarantine world, we're we're recording this over Zoom, and so of course, because this is the AFC North show, baby. I'm excited. So I gotta have my Steeler background for everybody to see, or at least for these guys to see, because nobody else will ever see it. So I just held up my coffee. It and- gets it gets put on Instagram every now and then. That's true. Oh, see, wait, stop, 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 stop! I want to take a picture of that. Okay. Okay. All right. Here's Jason's phantom coffee. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, speaking of that Instagram, Matt, you want to tell people where they can find that picture once it's posted? Yes, you can You can find a photo of Jason's phantom coffee at 4th and Short Podcast on Instagram. That is the number 4 and short podcast. You just sound like Tatum. <laughs> well, it's about puke. the same. Uh... You know what she said the other day? Puke. <laughs> Uh, Well, anyway, uh, we're going to get into things tonight. We are previewing the AFC North. A couple of pieces of note as uh, we get into things, uh, just in case you guys uh, noticed and uh, saw that uh, the Washington football team is now searching for a starting running back as Darius Geis has been released after, uh, what did I see, three different accounts of um, domestic Domestic. abuse. And so, Yeah. yeah. Talk so, about uh, just a, a crap show that that whole team is. Oh, I mean, they 100%. weren't going. No, and I think it, it's really – it's kind of sad because guys came out of LSU with a lot of hype and then yeah. went through so many injuries these first couple of years. I mean, I don't think – I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think he gets picked up by somebody? I don't think he's shown enough talent in the NFL <laughs> to – I mean – his his talent isn't in question now. It's his character. Um, well, for sure. But I, I mean, Kareem Hunt got a job, and that dude kicked a woman. So, well, I agree. But what I'm what I'm saying is, I don't think he has shown enough talent wise, or maybe health wise, to. Now that's you know, true. I, merit that's somebody true. taking a chance on him. So that's that's what I'm saying. And I'm then sure obviously, I think he posts videos of himself working out all the time, and he's like, "I'm ready. Just pick me up." Yeah, we'll see. Probably the Cowboys the charges will pick him up. But... They always are. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously Antonio Brown was suspended. It's amazing how you get suspended when you're not even playing. Yeah, Matt, Matt, you. Still, I want you, him. I was gonna say you still. I don't care. Him? I want him. I ain't calling it. <laughs> Last eight okay. games. All I don't right. care. I'll take him. I'll take that clown. All right. Call the clown we'll, show. We'll see. And then, obviously, we didn't mention this on the last episode that we recorded, but I feel like we need to. Uh, a few episodes ago, we uh, we had to mention the Madden ratings that came out for teams. And so just recently, the NFL released its uh, top 100 list. And uh, I am really scratching my head about this. It's stupid. I, I don't understand. Okay, look, we're going to talk about him tonight. But Lamar Jackson should not be number one. 
No, he's not even the. Oh, boo hoo! I I mean, he's oh, definitely boo-hoo. not the top two quarterback. So how is he? The the M- he was the league MVP. I mean, should have been Chris matter. McCaffrey. Should have been Mr. McCaffrey. Chris McCaffrey. Exactly, and I think McCaffrey should have been number two on the list, but he was number six. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, it, it at the very been. least, Mahomes, McCaffrey, Donald, Wilson. That should have been the top yep. four. Then Lamar, maybe. Hundred percent. But agree. I would have put I would have put Gilmore over Lamar. Ooh. Everybody forgets I, about, I don't know about Gilmore. that. Everybody forgets about Gilmore because the Patriots are a poop show now. But that dude is a lockdown corner. He's about the only thing they got going this year. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you see the Patriots sign Lamar Miller this year or the, today? Oh, I didn't even see that. Every time I think about Lamar Miller, I just think about Caleb Terry. And for all of you who aren't watching, Caleb Terry won our fantasy league and took Lamar Miller in like the fourth round when Dude, he was on the IR. He with was already on the IR. Yep. So the guy who took somebody on the IR with a torn ACL who was out for the season, the, that guy won our league. Yep. But you know why he did is because he had the number one NFL player in Lamar Jackson. That's the only reason why. Only reason. That's true. You know what? Only reason. I've heard it. I've heard it said very uh, before that it's very rare that people, good or bad, get what they deserve, and it's very true in this case. He did I think not Lamar, he deserved. But Lamar he got Miller way more did, than he should have. Lamar Miller did more for Caleb than David Johnson did for Matt. Oh, that's not true. Burn. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> he was in for After one. After an drive episode of off, we had to bring it back. There, there was a one drive where he got thrown to like once and ran for a, so I got like point one yard point. Yeah, but then you gotta you gotta subtract all scoring. the points that Saquon got. Those are negative points for for David Johnson. <laughs> it's all it's all in equity and comparison in comparing the two, dude. We didn't talk about it at all in the last show, so we had to bring it Look, up again. Is today. everyone forgetting that I'm the person that took Derrick Henry in like the tenth round? Is everybody just like conveniently forgetting this fact? You get your just talk about a steal. That's a steal. I took McCaffrey and Aaron Jones. Oh, let's not forget Aaron Jones too. I took McCaffrey in the second round, his rookie year, and I've had him ever since. Yeah, well, bully for you. Yeah, that that that's definitely. (laughs) And don't be bitter. Just get better. That year, Zeke and McCaffrey, and I had both of them the next year too. Oh yeah, that's right. Man, and hey, you still haven't won a championship. How many championships you got from that? <laughs> the same amount as you do, buddy. Oh, yeah. All three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So we all so in the same boat. But I have the second longest playoff streak in our league. Hey, Caleb Terry is drafting my team for me this year. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Phone him in. Yeah. He's going to be on the IR. So <laughs> hope you're ready for that. This is why <laughs> this – Championship is a championship. This is why this show is not a fantasy show. We just talk about what we think about the NFL. We don't give advice. <laughs> okay, so back to the top 100. It was Bobo. Okay. Yes, it was. Bobo. 100%. Do, you, do we have any other takes on it? Because I agree with you. But it usually is every year, so, I mean. And somebody, somebody said it's not valid because Carson Wentz isn't in the top 100. Dude was hurt. Exactly. Exactly. 
But I'm yeah, that no. That's his. And we've talked about this on the show before. Carson Wentz's problem isn't his talent; it's his ability to stay healthy. That's why they drafted yep. Jalen Hurts. Uh, that's not a quarterback. That's a running back who can throw the ball every now and then. Crazy. One of those just won MVP last year. I think Lamar Jackson's a little bit better than Jalen Hurts. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Well, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our first segment tonight uh, because I've got two questions for you, gentlemen, about the reigning MVP. Hi. So, for going to putting tonight, I got two questions for you about Lamar Jackson because obviously he is the MVP. We can argue all day. He's been ranked number one in the NFL list of the top 100 players. And statistically, he had a great season. Um, he was six last year in the league. Overall in rushing, not quarterback. Overall, sixth. He was uh, the lead leader in passing touchdowns, obviously, at a ridiculous rate. He was only 20th in attempts, and yet he led the league in passing touchdowns. So I have. Two questions, one for each one of those stats. So first of all, going or punting, we're talking about this year. Lamar Jackson is a top five rusher in the NFL again this year. Going or punting. Trent? I say the opposite of whatever Trent says because I can see both sides. That's that's actually – that's probably the toughest going or punting you've ever asked. Um, it's right there. Because the league is so running back deep. Um, and man, uh, just just because I I think that he's a year older, there everybody's gonna scheme to to stop him from running, like with a spy or something like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna punt that, and I'm gonna say he will not finish in the top five rushers of the NFL. Okay, all right. What do you okay, think? Google, how, how what, what flip a coin. You do I think? Hold on, I'm going to tell you where, what I where say. Do you, where do you think he ends Heads. up, then, Trent? If you don't think he's top five, where do you think he ends up? I mean, he's still obviously top ten, and I would say probably okay. just outside of the top five, like six or seven. Um, I was going to say right around where he finished last year. Yeah, I for a quarterback to sustain that many rushing yards over an entire season, that's tough. Plus, I, I mean, they're in a historically tough defensive division. Um, and I think I'll, you know, all the team, all those teams, you know, they, they know, they know the scheme now they know what's coming. Um, yeah. So uh, another year older teams are another year wiser to what he does. I, I think he still top 10, not top five. Yeah. I'm going to side with that argument. So Matt, why don't you give us the other side of the coin? Yeah, so I did flip a coin. I asked Google to flip me a coin, and I said, if it's heads, I say yes. If it's tails, I say no. It was heads. So I'm going to say that he will be top five, and the reason he's going to be top five is not only is everybody quote-unquote wiser to him, but he now has more experience in the NFL. And with the more experience in the NFL, he's also going to have more experience throwing the ball. And so he's gonna, they're going to have to respect his throwing game a little bit more, which is going to then in turn op open up opportunities for him to run. And let's not forget this guy is the, the fastest player like, in the game. Okay, I know he's not. I know that you know, Tyreek Hill is incredibly fast. But the dude, dude's quick. 
So you combine that with, you know, the fact that he, he has this, you know, more experience. I just, I just think that he's going to, you know, he's going to do even better. You didn't see them shutting down Michael Vick. Like, oh, if Michael Vick runs. Let's just shut him down. No, that didn't happen. Michael Vick still ran all over you. So he's going to do what he did last year. He's going to be a top five. And last I checked, the Ravens still have one of the most talented rosters in football. So I agree they're with gonna, that. They're going to use – they're going to use him just like they did last year. He'll have just as many yards, and that'll be the end of that. I think you just and he obviously can be compared to Michael Vick, and I don't. He can break all of Michael Vick's rushing records, but Michael Vick was a better runner. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Michael Vick may have been a little bit smaller, and that might have led to that. Now, here's my question for you, Matt, because you brought up the point that they've got a very talented roster. Does that, because they, they have Mark Ingram, who finished 14th in the league in rushing last year, which is crazy that they would have two top 15 rushers last year. But they also drafted J.K. Dobbins. They still have Gus Edwards. Does any of that take away from his ability to rush? And probably they're going to pass the ball more, too. The reality is that he is on the field every single play of offense. So he still has the I think they drafted Jake Dobbins to spell his his legs a little more because when you run, you risk injury. His legs look pretty fresh to me. They look good, but what I'm saying is it takes one hit, one helmet to the knee to change the course of an entire career. Look, if you tell Lamar Jackson to stop running, you take away his greatest asset. Well, I'm without not his saying, running, I'm not without his running, without him doing what running. he did last year, he's a but mediocre quarterback at best. They did at I, best. I think, I think they're not going to tell him to stop running because obviously we see what happens when somebody when a quarterback like that stops running. Look at Cam Newton; he is garbo. Yep, because he stopped running. He can't run anymore, so he's terrible. He had the worst accuracy in the NFL last year until he got hurt. But what I'm saying is they have to spell that a little bit to keep him a little fresher because he's a year older. Because did Mark Ingram get hurt last year at the end? I think like in, in the playoffs, maybe I thought he did. He played in the playoff game against the Titans. I thought he was hurt though. Playing. There was something that happened. I don't might have been. I I think that I think he'll eat it into Mark Ingram's share more than he'll eat into uh, Lamar Jackson's share. Well, if J.K. Dobbins lives up to the hype. He will be there every down back by the end of the season. And Mark Ingram oh, will be sure. a <laughs> next year. Yeah, man, talk about a surplus Mark, of speak, legs. Speak. Jeez, mm, for sure. Okay, so we asked the question about Lamar Jackson as a rusher. Now let's talk about his passing ability right now so Lamar Jackson last year led the league in passing touchdowns he had 36 passing touchdowns to six interception that was a touchdown on nine percent of his attempts which is crazy um so going or punting again and if we want to just go by passing touchdowns Lamar Jackson's a top five passer in the NFL this year Matt punt in case you hadn't noticed Patrick Mahomes is gonna be healthy this year Well, I didn't say that he was going to lead. I just said that he was going to be a top. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Just the fact that Patrick Mahomes is healthy means that he automatically bumps him out of the top five. Okay. Okay, so, so I mean, it's it, it won't be him. And think, though, too, the reason that he got so many passing touchdowns is because they're not going to try and run him in goal-to-go situations because everybody's packed in so tight. You're asking it to hurt at that point. 
but he can create space and time, which allows these guys to shake free in the end zone. And he's able to then just sling that well, rock in there and get a touchdown. It helped that he had like 10 in the first two weeks. That's true. <laughs> they scored a lot in the first two weeks. Because Hollywood Brown was like, I'm just going to outrun everybody and let Lamar close his eyes and throw it. <laughs> so, he chucked a lot of, he chucked a lot of, uh, what's that? What's the uh, tight end? Uh, Mark Andrews? Yes, Andrews. He chucked a lot of short yardage uh, goal-to-go touchdowns to him. Oh, no. He, no, he I, was like I'm, his number one target there in the, they uh, in had the red a lot zone. Of, the, of those two, but, I mean, he had literally, I think it was 10 touchdowns in the first week or first two weeks. I, I know it was five in, in, in one week, and then I think four mm-hmm. the next week. So, um, yeah, they, there were a couple of big games. I'm, I'm punting. I don't think he's going to be a top-five quarterback when it comes to yardage, touchdowns, uh, QBR, basically everything that they measure a quarterback by. I, I don't think he'll be top-five. I mean, because like mm. Matt said, obviously the number one guy, Mahomes, is going to be up there probably – number one in almost all of those categories. He probably would have been this past year if he didn't get hurt. Uh, Breeze is always going to be up there. Uh, Russ, uh, Tom, I mean, you know, those – Phillip Rivers I think is going to have a, a, a good season. I, I mean, it. it's – no, there's way too many good quarterbacks that are better than Lamar Jackson at being a pocket-passing quarterback. So Okay. Yeah. All right. Mentioned Rodgers, always up there. So yeah, I was gonna say, you didn't even say Dak. Well, I'm very proud of you. Everybody hates on Dak, so Dak will be though. Even though, I, I would, even though Dak will be top lie. five. Dak will be top five touchdowns. There's too many the numbers. Too the many numbers weapons don't there. lie, but I think he sets the franchise record for passing yards this year too. Okay, all right. He was very one yard short Romo last year. Yeah, oh well, yeah, he's got it this year. Then especially, I feel with, like uh, first time head coaches. Not first time at coaches, but first when coaches first year at a place that has a ton of talent just locked up like that, I feel like they're always pretty good. And I feel like the second year is a bit of a re- regression. It, I mean, Matt McCarthy LaFleur came in, Matt McFleur came in and went 13 and three his first year with all the talent here. I think McCarthy's just going to walk in there and go 13 and three with that talent. Well, McCarthy says that, like, you know, Zeke is still going to be a staple in the offense, but you don't draft CD Lamb and not air it out. So, yep. I mean, you legit have a, a chance at three thousand yard receivers, legitimately. Yeah, no, for sure. It'll be it'll be good, but we'll talk about but those we'll Cowboys about a little the, bit more. Let's let's get back to the AFC. That, exactly. All right. Well, let's 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 get right into that AFC North as we jump into second and long. Hi. <laughs> Okay, so AFC North time, we are going to go in order of finish from last year, and that puts us right at the top with the uh, top team in the NFL last year, the Baltimore Ravens, finishing at 14-2. and two. So let me run through some of their additions and subtractions real quick, and then we'll talk about the storyline. We've kind of already talked a little bit about this, um, so it shouldn't take us too long. But the Ravens <laughs> added uh, Calais Campbell, Michael Brockers, um they added Patrick Queen that's all on the the defensive side of the ball Patrick Queen drafted out of LSU in the first round and then as we said they added mm -hmm, they added J.K. Dobbins uh in the third round I believe and then Devin Duvernay out of Texas uh later that's gonna be the steal of the draft on the offensive side watch 
Okay. The dude averaged nine catches a game. Nine. I forgot. I forgot you were from Texas. Um, then the Ravens lost, uh, traded away two trades. They traded away Hayden Hurst uh, to the Atlanta Falcons, and they also traded away a backup defensive uh, end, Chris Wormley, to the Steelers, which is kind of unusual. That's why I put it on there, trading in, uh, yeah, in Division two or a tour of arrival as well and they also lost michael pierce which is a big blow on defense replacing with Blaze campbell so the storyline here and the question i have for you guys and uh matt we'll start with you since you're the lamar jackson truther but does the rest of the league this year figure out lamar jackson or does he still juke his way to an mvp caliber season not necessarily winning but caliber two words choo choo Jump on the hype train now. There's room. <laughs> no, I, don't know. I, I mean, wait, 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 I mean, wait, 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 wait. Look, this is 2020. Look, I don't care. But the hype train rolls on. So uh, I'm gonna go. I think I think that the they're too good. The 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 team's too good. The roster's too good. He's too good. I mean, he's gonna juke his way to another MVP uh, caliber season. Just because, if nothing else, I mean, you could just about put anybody in there right now and let them shoot their way to an to an MVP caliber season on that team except for so, Joe Flacco except for Joe Flacco <laughs> so I, I think I think he will I, the, the supporting cast is too good all right Trent I'm not a Lamar Jackson truther but choo choo say the words I'm not saying that <laughs> that's not a word but but chew is a word I think chew is in C H E W is a word. It's also the name when that young Ho Chu or whatever the heck his name was from Atlanta Kicker. That was Koo. Koo. Yeah. But there is a Shin Chu Chu on the Rangers. See? He's actually hit three leadoff home runs this year. But uh, anyways, I digress. Uh, I don't think. Lamar has the same numbers as last year. However, he can still have lesser numbers. Define choo-choo. And still be MVP caliber. So, I uh, said time and time, time and time again last year that Lamar Jackson wasn't the MVP. He was the MFP. This is uh, true. The most flashy player. And I think he might be the most flashy again. But it, it, with that roster, that talent, I mean, they should win the division. No offense, Jason. They should win the division easily again. Um, they'll still be a top team in the AFC. Not the, maybe not the top team, obviously, but they will be a top team is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. And I still think he has a, he has a great season uh, again. But I agree. I don't think he'll win him. Okay. All right. What's the definition of choo-choo? Uh, per Google, choo-choo, noun. A child's word for a railroad train or locomotive, especially a steam engine. Also, the sound made by the Baltimore Ravens hype train. <laughs> you know, you know what I got. You know what I got out of that. You're gonna say, "Oh, it's a child's word." Uh. Yeah, that's exactly. It's a child's word. That's exactly. Good job, Matt. Hey, choo choo, oh. homie. Choo-choo. <laughs> All right. Well, before we move on, I just want to say this. I was actually kind of surprised to see this. I wanted to look up because, I mean, obviously we know the Ravens got eliminated in the playoffs by the Titans last year, um, 28 to 12. 
in the divisional round. And I thought, if for some reason I had in my mind that the Titans just completely shut Jackson down. He really had a great game. He had yeah, a couple bad interceptions. They don't. It doesn't resonate to scoring, and that's what. No, matters. no, and I agree. I agree. But and this and this is I. I haven't really uh, dove into it to, to exactly see what they did, but I mean, I think it was the amount of passing he did was the reason why they beat him. Because if I remember he, correctly, they would drive, and then he throw an interception about the forty yard line. And then they would drive again, and he threw another interception at about, like, the 40-yard line. Well, they were on the 40, and he threw it – it was, like, down to the 20 maybe, but they intercepted it on the near sideline. This is, like – this is a real hazy recollection. But I feel like they were in it up until those two interceptions, and then they just – Derrick Henry went out there and gobbled up the clock, and they never got a chance. They're like, just let us back in. Let us us do something. And they never let him back in. Well, didn't the Titans jump out to a lead in that? Yes, they jumped out to yeah. a lead in every single game that they so, played. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you jump out to a lead, you, that's why the that's why Kyler Murray threw 50 times a game last year because you have to throw. You can't run. Yep. So Lamar can't do what he's best at. He has to throw the ball, which he's average. But average. they were they were in the game when he threw those two interceptions, and those two interceptions just killed them because I think there were. It was maybe one right before half and then one right after half. Like, they had two chances to get back in the game, and those interceptions just killed it. Yeah. Well, and Lamar Lamar threw for 365 yards and a touchdown on 59 attempts, 31 completions. But he also 59. rushed 29. Yeah. But he also rushed the ball 20 times for 143 yards. That no kind touch. of surprised me. No touchdowns. Yeah. man. And that was, that was the problem. And, and, and the other thing is – the what's other game clock? What's, two, what's time of possession? Uh, I don't see that on here. I'll have to look for it. Um, the other two, I think this is the telling stat, is that he had no support because the other two rushers, Ingram and Edwards, combined nine for 42. Dude, I'm pretty sure that Ingram got hurt or he was hurt. So something happened to him. I, I'm, I'm, Maybe. Dude, I'm like 90% sure. I don't remember. Well, we shall see. We shall see this year. So let's move on to... My boys, the Pittsburgh Steelers finished eight and eight last year with not a single soul at the quarterback position. They added uh, Derek Watt at fullback, the aforementioned Chris Wormley, uh, Eric Ebron. They drafted Anthony McFarland out of Maryland at running back and Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame at wide receiver. And then I put him on here because I feel like this is an addition. They're adding Ben Roethlisberger this year. Uh, because they didn't have him last year. The one game that he played was that game against the Patriots that we watched while recording the very first episode of this podcast. Very sadly, Uh, they lost three players. Yeah, it was terrible. They lost three players on defense. None of them real big contributors. Javon Hargrave in the defensive line, Artie Burns and Sean Davis in the secondary. So nothing of, they return all their main pieces. Um, putting a franchise tag on Bud Dupree, big deal. And obviously a full year of Minka Fitzpatrick was just huge. So let me ask you guys this. I've got my opinions as a fan, but I want to ask you guys. Wait, um, wait, wait. Can can I bring up one thing? Can I bring up a point real quick? What did you guys give up for Minka Fitzpatrick? First round draft pick and what What is it? A first round pick. Yeah. just Kind of like like what the Cowboys did for Cooper. A first round pick. That's it. It was our first round pick this year. 
I was just curious, you know, kind of comparing him to what the Jets gave up for or um, the Seahawks gave up for Jamal Adams. Uh, you know, oh, way more than that was a little yeah. bit of trade rape. Dude, like the Jets part real life trade rape. Trade rape's not just a fantasy word. The yes. Seahawks guys, p- PSA here. Oh. Trade rape is a real thing. This is something that needs to be taken seriously. We don't Hashtag joke about this. Raise awareness. Raise awareness. Okay. You should know, real thing. <laughs> I have been there before. I have suffered through this. Let me show you on the fantasy app where he touched me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> family friendly. Family friendly. <laughs> Hashtag family friendly. That's right. Okay. So, no. question. Yeah. Yeah. What can the Steelers expect this year just by adding Big Ben back onto this team after again finishing eight and eight and nearly making the playoffs without a quarterback last year? What tell me what I should expect as a Steeler fan? Um, expect to get second in the division again. Um okay. expect a winning record though. Uh and maybe a wild card berth because they added an extra team to each um, conference. So, I I mean I I think the Steelers have what it takes to make the playoffs. They have two um, pretty easy win or four pretty easy wins within the division. Um, you know because you got the Cleveland Poops and the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. I think Cleveland Poops Bengals. will be annoying this year, though. I think they're gonna like. Do really bad. But they were annoying. Do really good. They were annoying last year. They usually they are. Were just because of their quarterback. Yeah, and I'm not talking about his talent. He's just an annoying person. Very true. I mean, I think I think they're going to take some games this year. How can you? You can't well, Matt, have Nick Chubb, Austin Hooper. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. We're talking maybe, about the, we're talking about the Steelers. Yeah, okay, we'll get we'll to get the Browns there. in just a second. We'll get there in just a second. I think but, you go nine so, and seven and make the wild card. That's what okay. a winning record can make a wild card. That's I, I think that's a good expectation for a team who's getting their dinosaur quarterback back. Mike Tomlin is too good to not go nine and sevens. That defense is too good now. If they play defense is all good. year like they did at the end of last year, they're going to be great. And I mean, and you got Minka, of- you got Bud, you got TJ. I, I mean, that's that's a good defense. Look, so. can I yeah. can I rant for a second? The Packers oh, were do. in a prime spot to take T.J. Watt. I said, draft that guy. They didn't. You know who we got instead? We got no knees Kevin King and sucks that football Josh Jackson. Uh, okay. Do, do they both still play for the Packers? Josh Jackson does not start. Kevin King is mostly hurt. You know who we took over, T.J. Watt? Charlton, or T- Chaco Charlton. Paco. Right? Freaking Charlton, <laughs> who plays for the Miami freaking Dolphins now. Didn't even make the team last year. Yeah. Didn't even make the team. Yeah, that kind of sucks. And I, so I appreciate both of you for giving us that. So thank but he you was my so Wisconsin much. boy. He was my Wisconsin boy. Yeah. I wanted him real no, bad. Worked out great for us. So I feel like this is okay. Just me as a, as a Steeler fan, I really think we're going to challenge for the division this year. And I know that's probably a little bit of bias. In fact, it's probably a lot of bit of bias. It's a lot of bias. If we could finish at 500 and challenge for a playoff spot up until the last week of the season with literally 
No, somebody who literally did not have a head at one point in the season at our quarterback position. Somebody whose <laughs> nickname was freaking Duck at the quarterback position. And we almost made the playoffs. I mean, I, I just don't see as I think a lot of it, obviously. Sounds like an episode for Monty Python. <laughs> but it depends. I also on... think that the I think the AFC though is a little like it's a little bit like the Eastern Conference in the NBA. It's very top heavy with like three or it's four always has great been. great teams. Always has been. And then it's kind of like all the rest of the spots are up for grabs to anybody. Yep. It's I mean, just whoever it's whoever like can, NFC, can stay the healthy. NFC, it's always like, oh man, you know all these teams are fighting for a spot. They're fighting for that last seed. The, the AFC is kind of like, oh, okay, you got the Patriots, you know. Oh, okay, there's the, the Steelers and the Ravens. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But then you got the AFC South. You know, any team down there can win. Well. You used to just be Colts. You used to just be all Colts all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying there's, there's the – The Colts would always win the South. The Steelers would always win the North. Patriots would always win the East, and the West was anybody but the Raiders. Yeah, anybody but the Raiders. So I mean, it was just those. You already knew who was going to win this, the playoffs every or going to the playoffs every single year for the longest time. Even now, but it's kind of that way. It's still you know kind of like that. Yeah. You know, it's going to yeah, be just the, just it's just a team uh, changing Steelers, here or there. Yeah. Yep. But I, I do think that the Steelers will get back in the postseason with, with Big Ben. Oh, well. Expanded wild Thank card you. is going to be an easy It's definitely call, going to be like. some team's best friends for sure. So, All right, well, let's talk about those Cleveland Browns now. So they finished 6-10 and 10 last year. Here are their additions. They added Case Keenum. They had Jack Conklin for the offensive line. They uh, Also on the offensive line, they drafted Jedrick Wills in the first round out of Bama. Uh, they signed Austin Hooper tight end out of free agency, Carl Joseph for the defense, and then first year, Kevin Stefanski. Uh, really, their only notable loss was Joe Schobert uh, on the defense, was, uh, which is pretty significant. So um, this has been kind of the theme uh, for our storylines today has been the quarterbacks because there are some pretty significant storylines here in the AFC North about the quarterbacks, and Baker is certainly a part of that. So Trent, we'll start with you because, Matt, I know you got a lot of opinions. You started about mm -hmm. the Browns just a minute ago, so we'll let Trent say his piece before you get in on this. Is this the year that we can finally determine whether or not Baker is actually an NFL quarterback? I mean, I he's obviously an NFL quarterback. He's got some talent, but he's – He's not a franchise – like, he's not going to take that team anywhere. I mean, you surround that guy with all that talent, and he does nothing. The Browns are the most mismanaged team in maybe all of sports. Maybe all of sports. Like, think about that. In all of sports, they're that bad. I mean, you have all that talent, and you never win. You have that many number one draft picks, and you never win. I mean – Odell Beckham won't finish the season as a Brown. He'll get traded midseason, I think. Um, this is another hot take brought to you by Trent Hemphill. But at, I um, mean, do y'all disagree? He he obviously doesn't want to play there. I I and, would be okay with saying he doesn't finish the season as a Brown, but I don't think he gets traded. If anything, he's just going to sit out. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's hot enough to put down. 
Well, I'm calling it. You can put it down. Hot take. He'll get okay. Um, <laughs> I'll put a special mild take section. Okay. Like mild sauce. <laughs> from Taco Bell. Um, That's right. I, I do think that Nick Chubb is a uh, – I feel bad for Nick Chubb because his career is literally in the toilet um, be, because he plays for the Browns. Uh, fortunately for him, he's a little bit better than Trent Richardson because that's the same thing that happened to him. Um, I think Hooper's a good addition. Uh, beefing up the offensive line is a good addition. I don't know if Wills was a good pick just because Alabama linemen are notorious for being dominant in college and eh in the NFL. Um, I don't know. I I think they're still going to finish with a losing record. Maybe maybe seven and nine this year. I don't I don't know. Um, Increased by one. Yeah. Uh, I just don't. The team's so. The front office is so terrible that the team can't. Well, I think Stefanski is definitely going to be a step up from Freddie Kitchens because you can't get much worse than that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, that was bad. But You're I, I just don't end my take here, Jason. I just don't oh, think oh, that, that. I don't think Baker is uh, is the answer at quarterback. No, I agree. All right, Matt, what's your take? All depends on Stefanski because okay. I said, I said last year that um, Freddie Kitchens was not a strong enough of a leader to control the amount of craziness that's on that team between OBJ, Jarvis Landry and uh, Baker Mayfield. There's just too much. There's too much personality. There's too many hotheads. There's too much craziness. Let's not, let's not forget about uh, helmet swing and miles Garrett too. Yep. Helmet swing. There's three players on that team. So you've got to have somebody who's strong enough to keep that all in check. And I didn't think Freddie Kitchens was that guy. Uh, Stefanski, man, he's, he's unproven. I had no idea what we're going to get out of this guy. Absolutely no idea. He could be great. Could suck. We don't know. The reality is, is that he came in, he got promoted last year after the Vikings were off to that terrible offensive start and they fired the other dude. Then they promoted this guy. And then they're like, oh, gee, he worked out. So the Browns were like, yeah, we'll take him. Why not? <laughs> uh so he's a he's an unproven commodity i get a little bit of vibes of um nah, i take that back i'm gonna say that um gonna i don't know i don't know how this could this is gonna end up the reality is too they now have case keenum to put pressure on uh baker mayfield so if baker mayfield starts acting up costing games running his mouth they're like oh okay that's fine boom case keenum get in there You've yep. got him to just plug and play to put pressure on Baker to make Baker quiet down. So Baker's not a, a for sure thing anymore. And this is, this is the year he plays for his future. This year, Baker breaks him as an NFL quarterback. If he doesn't do yeah. well this year, he's washed out. He's gone. He'll be a backup to somebody for a couple of years, and then he'll be gone. I'm just laughing because did, does this sound like a broken record to you? It's like we're talking about the Browns again like this. I know, it's, I know. Same song, they second They have way verse. too much talent, but they can't translate it to wins on the field. We just yeah. – same thing every year. Every year. So, all right. Well, let's move on to the last team in this division. That's the lowly Cincinnati Bengals. Remember last year we were taking bets about when they were – if they were going to go 0-16? Yeah, I remember that. I thought that they were going to as well, so. Yeah, well, they finished 2-0. That's, so, that's, so, so, that's so hard to do now. 
It really is. Towards the end of the season, you got guys that sit out. Well, and last year we had the Dolphins in the league too, and they played each other. So there was that. So, yeah. But uh, they they finished two and 14. So here's their additions. They add Mackenzie Alexander and uh, Trey Waynes on the defensive side. Um, This is not an addition from this year, but I feel it's going to be an addition going into this new season. Um, Jonah Williams, who they drafted in 2019, first round, missed the entire season to injury. He's back, so that's a huge addition. And then uh, they drafted T. Higgins out of Clemson this year. And then, obviously, the first overall pick, Mr. Joe Burrow out of LSU. They lost uh, two players. Neither one, I don't think, are big losses, but their names, so I'll mention them. Tyler Eifert, who couldn't stay healthy to save his life, which is a sad shame, uh, but he's gone. And then they also lost uh, hothead himself, Drake Kirkpatrick. So, unfortunately, there's nobody nobody left of those uh, Bengals that uh, cost them a playoff game against the Steelers a couple years ago. Speaking of that, it's just side note. Did you all see that Jeremy Hill got signed? The Jeremy Hill, the wonderful Jeremy Hill, who fumbled away a game. Oh, fumble Ruski. Got signed for a day by the Raiders before he got released. Whoops. Fantastic. But anyway, <laughs> yes, I also digress. So question uh, for the Bengals. Again, storyline, keeping with the quarterback theme. Matt, this will we'll start with you. Joe Burrow's rookie quarterback, number one overall pick, had one of the, if not arguably, the greatest college quarterback season of all time. So let me ask you this. What rookie quarterback record is Joe Burrow's most likely to break this year yards attempts touchdowns ratings or interceptions it ain't gonna be attempts because ain't no way anybody breeding kyler murray with how much they had him thrown last year uh man i think he's too good for it to be interceptions do you think he yards the doesn't Baker have the touchdown record? Touchdown. Yeah, I'll go with touchdown. That dude's going for touchdowns. Uh, I agree. Touchdowns. I, I kind of feel like yards and attempts go together. So it has to be touchdowns. Plus, now, now here's my here's my take. Here's my take on Joe Burrow. I think that he's not going to have a very successful first year because he did nothing but play with NFL draft prospects, like top two-round, three-round NFL draft prospects his entire career. His receivers are freaking were good. I know, I know. Now, and he had I, Randy Moss's son out at tight end. I legitimately believe that he is a good quarterback, though. I, but I think he's going to struggle his first year when he realizes, oh, wait, everybody here is good. I kind of got carried a little bit by all this crazy talent. Now, I think he will be very good his second year and his third year, but I think his first year he will struggle. That's my take. All right. Trent? Uh, I, I think Burrow, like, Burrow's one of those guys, like, when you watched him in college, it was kind of like a Deshaun Watson. Like, you're like, wow, that kid's NFL ready now. Like, right now. Um, far and away, and y'all know I, I hang out with Alabama fans all over the place. I think you live with one. Joe Burrow was far and away the best quarterback in the nation last year. Yeah, he was. Oh, 100%. Sorry, Tua, I'll agree with Tua, you. 
Tua, I love you. Tua's a good quarterback. Joe Burrow, far and away, the best quarterback in the nation. Like, not even close. You knew that no he question. was winning the Heisman and LSU was winning the championship by, like, the fifth game. And you're like, okay, I mean, just just give it to him. As soon as they beat Alabama, it was it was done. They're like, okay, just so, give. So, just give it what down. what was the rookie record that Baker set? Twenty six touchdowns. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Um. So I think Burrow breaks that. Uh, I think they use Joe Mixon more as a pass catcher, kind of like Edward Zelaer, um, because Bur- Burrow likes throwing to him. Um, I think AJ Green bounces back and. Hot take here wins comeback player of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, t- you're, you're getting ahead of me, so we've got to get to third and three. So uh, I've always been an AJ Green fan. Um, like the way he plays. Uh, you know, it's sad they didn't get rid of him because I, I feel bad for him because of the team he's on. But, uh, but now that he has a quarterback, now he's got a. I, I mean, Andy Dalton was always a, a decent quarterback, but I think that Burrow is definitely has way better potential um and i feel like aj green his health has sabotaged him more than anything lately no no most most definitely um so i i don't know i think i think they have they have a better year than last year obviously um but ultimately success is defined by wins um so i I agree with matt i don't think he'll be the most successful rookie but I, I do think that he'll only get better. He's got a, a way, way super high ceiling. So, yeah, we'll see. For sure. All right. Well, good. Uh, question just along that. I, I agree with you guys. I think he's got a chance to break that touchdown record. I don't think he'll come anywhere close to sniffing the interception record. But do you know who does hold the rookie interception record? Is it Peyton? It is. Do you know how many? Oh. Is it? It's 17. It was a lot. I think it's like 22, 23. 30. There's no way. There's no wow. Because 28 no, interceptions well, Baker, from Peyton. Because he also had the rookie touchdown record. Mm-hmm. And then Baker and then Baker broke it. Um yes. Wow. 28. Yep. Ooh, 28 interceptions lot. from Peyton Manning. Yeah. Interesting there. All right. Well, let's uh go ahead and get into our next segment tonight. Hi. <laughs> So for third and three tonight, uh, ben, uh, Trent, you almost uh, stole my thunder there. I want us to talk about biggest comebacks here in uh, 2020 uh, because we've already mentioned a few of them tonight. Trent, you just talked about A.J. Green. I agree. I think he can have a huge bounce back season. Uh, obviously, Roethlisberger for the Steelers, uh, the Browns in general. Uh, so uh, let's come back player of the year, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about uh, maybe a team and or a player that you think is going to have the biggest comeback in 2020. I'll go ahead and start. I think that Roethlisberger is going to have a monster year again this year. Is that biased though? Probably a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, No, I I, I think he's going to have a great season, so. So I think he's going to be healthy. The offensive line is healthy. James Conner is healthy. Uh, the defense is going to be playing out of their freaking mind. So I, I think that Roethlisberger is poised for another great year. Plus they add Ebron, who is the best pass catching tight end that they've had since Heath Miller. Uh, they added Chase Claypool in the draft, who is a monster. Good pick. Deontay Johnson is a star in the making. 
Um, and he still has Juju. So I think Roethlisberger, uh, I'm, I'm going to, if you want to put this down as a hot take, I don't care. I think Roethlisberger is the top five quarterback in the NFL next year. Hot take. I'd say Parker that's a hot him. take. That's hot take. <laughs> put it down. Now watch. He's got hot sauce. in the first week again. Yeah. Jason, <laughs> Big Ben. Before we move on, did you guys see the, uh, the meme I sent you? The, Yes. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The fat guy. That <laughs> was hilarious. Roethlisberger policeman. Yeah, that was pretty good. So, so that's who I think is going to bounce back. All right. While Matt is typing that, Trent, who's your bounce back player? <sighs> okay, so I'm always conflicted with this because somehow it doesn't matter if he plays a full season or not. JJ Watt's always on the list for comeback player of the year because <laughs> so, he's always hurt. I know. So I. Why well, TJ's gonna be a better player than him? Obviously, that's that was just a joke. TJ will never win defensive MVP, though. Don't matter. Yeah, he'll he be remembered as a better player. JJ did it twice. Um. Anyways, so I I think and and again I've already said it, so I'm just gonna stick with it. I think that uh, AJ Green is a uh, gets maybe not elite status, but gets back up to that. Really, really good status as a wide receiver. I think he has a thousand yard season. Um, barring he stays healthy, and I think that he'll definitely. Obviously, Big Ben's a quarterback, touches the ball every play, so he'll probably. If it came down to both of them, he'd probably win comeback player of the year. But I think AJ Green's going to have a, a good year, and I think that he'll be at least in talks for comeback player of the year. Oh, I 100% agree. I, I mean, he was trending towards that before yeah. uh, his injury a couple of years ago. And last year, there was just no point in him coming back and playing. Well, and so. I mean, he tried to come back and then just, you know, was I, I just think they, they were too far gone. So, yeah. All right, you Matt, who is your poor, uneducated rubes? Let me drop some knowledge on you of who is going to be the comeback player of the year. Oh, Lord. The man, the myth, the Superman, Cam Newton. I should have stopped at Cam. No but way. Absolutely. Because he is now in a system that's got his back, who can use him to his full potential. He will be NFL's comeback player of the year. And he will launch off to a successful career post-New England. Mark it down. Okay. I don't okay, agree with it. First off, he, he can't throw for crap. He, he can't run anymore. For crap. <laughs> he, his completion percentage last year was literally like 36%. Look, when you only have to throw the ball five yards, though, anybody can do that. 36% is horrible. Yeah, but he only has to throw the ball five yards in New England. It's a system. You just kind of plug him in. You say, hey, throw the ball five yards. You can throw the ball five yards. Okay, so did you forget who Christian McCaffrey is? Uh, it doesn't matter, dude. He literally was on the Believe team to the be system. a facilitator for Believe the best the running back in the NFL, and he, he couldn't was even not, do that. Look, Bill Belichick knows how to use this this guy to his potential. Look, they've already got a hype video out for him, okay? Okay, Tom Brady so, worked in the system because he was a pocket passer. Matt Castle worked in the system because he was a pocket passer. Garoppolo, pocket passer. Cam, Cam Newton, Newton is willing to ex, learn. Ex-runner who can't hey, throw the ball. hey. hey. You want to talk all you want, that's fine. What are you going to give me when he wins NFL Comeback Player of the Year? Him versus A.J. Green. Him versus A.J. Green. 
I'm not going to give you anything. No, there's going to be a bet here. If AJ Green wins, I got to buy you lunch. If Cam wins, you got to no, buy water me lunch. bet. Just water bet it. Water bet? What the heck's a water bet? You get to pour water on somebody else. Boo. We, right. we, can, we can do lunch here now, Boom. right here. Right what here, if Ben right Roethlisberger now. wins? Jason buys both of us lunch. Yes, exactly. Wait, wait, what? If he wins, then you guys both buy me lunch. I like the first bet better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I agree with Trent. I, I know where this is going. I, I have not lost bets like Matt before. So you've also not won bets like Matt before. That's true. But I hey, tried. who's okay. got $100 coming to him next month? Or I'm sorry, in October, because Caleb Anderson doesn't know how to bet. This guy right here. Who got slapped because they don't know how to bet. Also, this And guy shaved. Right <laughs> also, this guy right here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like a lot we need to get some pictures or video of that on this Instagram just for people to enjoy that. Just so I can enjoy that one more time. Slap, shaved. What else? Oh, so good. Oh, yeah, anyway. that's true. It's great. All right. Uh, then real quick, uh, you don't have to necessarily give explanation. Bounce back team. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts. Trent, who's your bounce back team? Ooh, that was an easy pick. That was my pick. What, what, uh, what <laughs> co- constitutes bounce back? Like, didn't live up to expectations? Sure. Dallas Cowboys. However you wanted to find it. Dallas Cowboys. Hey, no, I'll take that. I mean, you guys finished 8-8 eight and eight and should have been a whole lot better than that. So, didn't win the division. Matt? Colts, but if I can't have the Colts, uh, man, I'm gonna pick if I can. The Colts, I want to say Colts, I'll also say the Buccaneers. How about that? I don't feel like they're bouncing back though. I feel like they're kind of up and they're coming. starting over. Yeah, they're up and coming. All right, Chargers, uh, what the Chargers, <laughs> the Chargers. I'm sorry. I couldn't even say I would pick the Broncos face. before the Broncos. I never raised such a foolish child. I'll take Broncos. <laughs> you mean Broncos. Okay. In fact, All you right, know what? Broncos. That's actually a very good pick. I take Broncos. Okay. They're yours then. Although, although you right. did hear Matt say that he thinks McCarthy could step in and go 13-3. and three, So Yes, as a matter of fact, I did. Okay. All right. Well, he's calling it right now, putting his, putting his, uh, his uh, mark next to it. So, all right. Well, let's get ready to finish this thing out tonight. Hi. Okay. So we are, <laughs> we are, what are you doing? We are going to uh, finish things out tonight. Uh, next episode, we're going to be previewing the NFC North. So Matt will get to uh, talk to us all about his, his cheese. His Antonio Brown wishes. Yes. Antonio Brown wishes how much he hates Aaron Rodgers, how much he loves Matt LaFleur. Yep. All that. Look at that. I got no head. <laughs> Look, wow. now it's Jonathan Taylor's head. <laughs> so invisible, invisible coffee mugs, invisible head. This is getting really freaky. We really need to close. We're getting way too late tonight. So, yeah. All right. Well, and I to close it out, uh, I just wanted to give a uh, public service announcement to all you folks that are be playing fantasy football. Enjoy your time this year. We've been in talks about our league. Uh, we're going to be drafting here at the beginning of September. Looking forward to another great year. I had to shift a couple things around, but I'm ready for another great year of disappointment and heartbreak. I'm ready to do this again. You guys ready for that again? Guys. Trade hey, rape is a, a real thing. A, Do not a be a question. victim twice. Real quick. Okay? Real quick. 
Who yes. gets drafted first, C.D. Lamb or Michael Gallup? In our league or just overall? Gosh. Overall. That's a Gallup. tough call. I would pick Gallup. I, I guarantee too. you there are people out there that will pick C.D. Lamb. Because ever since the Cowboys drafted C.D. Lamb, Gallup has gotten no love. None. I, I agree with you, and it's, it's shocking. And so, uh, Why would you draft C.D. Lamb? I don't understand that. Because he was the best player he was the there. And they didn't and, want the Eagles to get him. And the, so the Eagles don't get him. Yeah. Because yeah. he's that kind of player. It's true. Then I'll take that so. kind of player before I take Michael Gallup. Thank you. <laughs> all right one last question then guys because uh that's the question we all are wanting to know non-keeper how early does a quarterback get taken in our league oh gosh first round first round <laughs> lamar jackson <laughs> will go in the first round along with my dad took or- patrick mahomes in the first round he were patrick mahomes about to say Oh, well, that'll be fun. And then we can just make fun of whoever does that, and we'll enjoy doing that. So, Well, hopefully, right, Dad, well, Dad, I love you. If you're listening, please don't draft and embarrass me like you did last year or the year before that. We do make fun of Trent if you mess up. I'm just saying. It's true. They do. So This is very, very true. So, all right. Well, that's going to do it tonight for us on another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast. You can catch us wherever you consume your podcast listening apple google spotify stitcher uh, listen to us there rate and review us uh, because that really helps us out and then make sure you go and like us on instagram at the fourth and short podcast we'll be posting some stuff this week we'll be able to see our draft from the previous episode and uh, we'll get some of these hot takes up there so we hold us to it so all right gentlemen any last words trade rape is nope. a thing we need to raise awareness Raise awareness. Raise awareness. Hashtag raise awareness. All right. You've heard it here first. All right. Peace out.